recording. Okay. Right. Ah! You good? You good? Are we yeah, I feel I feel like this is a new chapter. Yeah. This is new, a new beginning. Okay, welcome oh, to um episode one of the Rights to World Pot no, what? <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. Please don't, you did that on purpose, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I I was like impressed and then I was concerned. Can you imagine? <laughs> it's the kind of thing I would have done by accident. It's one hundred percent the kind of thing that I would have done by accident and then just messed up. But no, this time it was intentional, so relax. I don't know what I just did then. I did like a chef's kiss, but with like a bit of an Italian flair. I do Oh. I kind of like the idea of that, you know? I don't know why. That just feels like exciting in some way. Oh dear. Um, Sometimes I forget that you can't see me. Well, insane. Like, I don't know why, I just always image you in my head so that, like, mm. I feel like you can see me. I, well, what I enjoy really is right. that I like to try and, um, I try and imagine you in my head, but then sometimes when, I, when I'm editing it, I'm like, what are you looking at right now? What? What's over there? I'm like trying to look round to see what you're possibly looking at because it's like you looks out the window and I'm like, what's there? But then also I look at myself looking out the window like, oh, look, a bird halfway through it. I'm like, stop looking at the birds. They're not interesting. They're birds. Um, I don't know if it would help if we could actually see each other, but I feel like we'd still get distracted. No, it'd be worse. It'd be worse. Yeah. It would be worse because I, d- I wouldn't be able to stop myself trying to distract you. Do you know what? Like, I don't know whether you notice this when you're editing, but I'm normally fiddling with something. Yes. And nine times out of ten, I will drop it on the floor yes. multiple times and then yes, lean down and go pick it. <laughs> yes, you and do. I'm trying to do it under the camera. Yes. Um, but it's not very discreet. <laughs> yes, I've noticed all of these things every week. <laughs> I've noticed that. I see it. I'm like, there she goes again. What is it this week? Sometimes you can like you can sense that it's like a clip or something. Yeah. Because you can it's just like, like you can just see it and you can see that you're like satisfied with it. I'm just like fair enough. I mean I can't talk because <laughs> I also do it. So. It's like one of those mini crocodile clips. I think they're crocodile clips. Yeah. And oh, actually, slight slight confession for. <laughs> In first year, I got a pack of these. This is so embarrassing. <laughs> No, I couldn't. <laughs> I didn't know how to use them. You know the type of clips I'm on about, right? I think so. They're, they're like, they're kind of like triangular and you bend them backwards, force them open and then like clamp. They're like mini clamps. Yeah, I think I get you, yeah. But I, <laughs> in first year, I'd, I'd never used them before and I went to hang up some of my photos or something and I thought you used them by pushing, I'll demonstrate no. for our, our visual things, by pushing the two like metal clips together like that. And I thought, these are shit. They have no grip Oh, yet. my God. Please do not tell. <laughs> oh, Cap, please. And like for months, I was like, these are just really shit. Why did people use these? And then I don't know what made me realise. I think I was playing with one. And then I went, oh, they open oh maybe I could put the paper in like that and then I realised that was how you were meant to do it and I have loved them ever since I am um, yeah I'm just I'm trying to like I, I I think I know exactly okay yeah let's just give I've just found a random thing um, not oh, well not, it's not random picture. but like 
Um, I just have to send this to you to be like, just to be clear, it looks like that. Yeah, that is exactly what. That's I've exactly been what. So what you're telling year. me is you used the metal things. The metal and like, pushed them together. You're 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 a fucking idiot. Yeah. What did you think the triangle was came. for? To hold the two pieces, the two pieces <laughs> together. <laughs> no, like I thought you like slid it in the gap. So like, let me see if I can. Here's a card. This is actually from you. This card. How funny is that? Oh, fucking hell! It's Brilliant. the. It's the. You will be my best tea. You'll always be oh, my best tea. I like that one. Um, I yeah, that wasn't even um this year. I don't think was it this year. Mm, possibly this year. I feel like it was the year before. Maybe I, I don't remember. know. Um, I I normally keep your cards because they're cute. Okay, Aww. I'm I'm gonna demonstrate. I know I'm gonna bypass the fact <laughs> I that you're saying. I feel them. very like suddenly emotional at the idea of you keeping my cards. Yeah. I mean, I keep people's cards, but I just thought I was weird for doing it. Anyway, I'm sorry, Karen. I've got two right next to me. One says, "Being related to me is the only gift you need." As well, I think that was the one you gave Not me right. this year, Not right. which is why I think the other one. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh yeah, it's so cute, and I literally just like launched it into the basket next to me. I was like, yeah, I care so much. <laughs> Gone. So, as you can see in my demonstration of holding up this card, well, you can't see, but no, no, but I'm imagining. You edit it. Uh, this is how I thought you used them instead of the correct way. So if you're oh, confused, God, it angers me. It angers about me how that you to would use them, like you do it like that. So you can get a lot more in. And to be fair, if you were using it, it like that, of course you think they were they were crap. Yeah. Because they're not going to hold on to anything. I don't even. And the best bit was I sort of forced the paper into the bit where it shouldn't be. Oh my I god! Did it in that? Yeah. Basically, you accidentally made it work by yeah. using it wrong. Yeah, I'm a genius. I'm almost proud of you in a way. <laughs> You managed I'm proud to, like, of me for confessing that because I felt really stupid for a no, long you know what? Time. I can't look. We all have the those moments in our lives, and as much as I'm mocking you for it, um, I think I'm fully aware that it could easily happen to me, and almost certainly has. Anyway, hi, welcome back to the World's Rights Podcast. Um, yes, that's right. We are so advanced um, in our minds that Kat has recently discovered how to use the, the clips. And if you know what those clips are actually called, we'd love to know. We'd love I'm going to keep calling them crocodile clips. I think we may as well. I think this has got to be a thing that we do from now on. I think you just going to call like, it crocodile clips forever. You know, they like snap. What is something like that... That's snappy. Crocodiles. Alligator okay. clips. <laughs> oh, don't be disappointed. You were proud of me. Please. No, I am proud of you. I just, sometimes you confuse me. Sometimes I think I accidentally slip off your wavelength and I have to just get back in there, you know? You know when you see, like, um, people say, oh yeah, I'm the smart, dumb friend. I feel like all of my friends are the smart, dumb friend. Yeah, fine, fine. Sorry, I'm like on one. No, no, go on. Um, that I, like, I don't listen to the podcast 
very often because I hate the sound of my own voice. Exactly. And so I like sometimes I just watch the like clips or um, like sometimes I scan through the episode. But I just have full faith that you edit out the bits where I'm a fucking idiot. Um, I think it depends. Sometimes I have edited it out if it's like... If you, oh my god, a bird nearly flew into my window. Fucking hell. Oh my god. Whoa. I'm so sorry. I knew I said I wouldn't get distracted by birds and immediately got distracted <laughs> by a bird. But um, um, sometimes you like, if you say someone's name and I'm like, would they be happy if we mentioned them like that? No, yeah. I'll, just, I'll just edit their name out. Um, often if it's us being dumb, but in the harmless oh, way. Oh yeah, yeah. No, they, they stay yeah. in. But if you're like... I don't mind it if it's like me being dumb and it's not affecting anyone. But Occasionally like, I mean we more... phrase things wrong. Um, I think it's... Yeah. Sometimes I have to go for it. I'm like, I know what we're trying to say, but we didn't nail it. And so I'm just going to bop it out. We're not saying that we're <laughs> secretly like... Cat is actually Serious. a massive white supremacist. Every single <laughs> yeah. week, I have to Chris edit out the KKK out. section of the podcast where Cat just completely fucking loses it. But um, that doesn't happen. Obviously, it doesn't happen. <laughs> Can you imagine I'm if we've been friends all that. of these years and I just had to accept the fact that you were a massive white supremacist? Don't even no, because I've been doing like my my readings recently. Mm. Um, I don't know why I said it like that. I've been, I've I've been doing my readings room. recently. In the reading room. <laughs> I sound like um, a, a preach. Wait, what, what's wrong? Oh, no, it's happened again. It's happened. There's so many names for like clergymen though. Yeah, like, I get you, I get you. Yeah. I think you were going for priest and just messed up priest. in the final, final moment. Yeah. There, so I'll give you that one. Okay, thank you. Um, yeah, and... Like, every book I get to the end, I'm like, wow, I'm so racist without meaning to be. (laughs) Like, that sounds really awful, but it's, like, a good thing because, obviously, I can then correct my, like, thought processes processes and actions. I agree. Sometimes it's good to have that awareness. And I think, um, sorry, now I'm jumping in on your sense. We're terrible. Um, No, so (laughs) someone, like, a friend of mine has just recently started listening the podcast um and they were listening through and they um they were asking me after episode five i think oh okay so they've they've backtracked yeah they're going for yeah right from the beginning yeah um yeah episode five because we were talking about mental health obviously and then we um we mentioned how um how angry it made me um, around the time of George Floyd George dying Floyd, and, yeah. and all of those things about the um, all lives matter thing um, <clears throat> and all about that and I um, I was they they asked me not in a they're not from the UK like English is not their first language right. so it like it's definitely worth moments where you realise oh okay yeah you have to kind of explain this a little bit more um, but I was basically doing some more thinking about that and try I was trying to make sure I phrased it in the way that I was trying I, I wanted to be clear on what I was saying about why um all lives matter is not really the most helpful thing you could say in things um and so I was just I was reading some stuff trying to like make sure I got it right and I was like oh yeah 
Yeah, there's definitely some like sometimes you just become aware of some of your um, your unconscious um, biases and things, and you're like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, I need to correct that. And it happens to everyone. I think it's good that you should always be ready to check yourself. Um, and, yeah. And and and, and correct because you know no one no one is perfect. No one says everything right all of the time, and and sometimes we can cause offence in our words, and it's good to be aware of times where that happens so that you can try and limit it really um there's nothing wrong with that there's no shame in in being wrong sometimes as long as you're you know willing to to, to learn yeah exactly that was one of the things i was gonna say like when i started realizing things i felt so guilty that it made me (laughs) like like just like oh I'm a terrible person and it's like no I need to just keep you know I need to get over that in a way so I can keep learning and be better there's lots of things I don't even now I mean oh my god sorry my throat was like horrible um but like things about um women's health and kind of um lots of issues around um women and, and non-binary people and and people of all gender and different kind of intersectionality of like the like different issues that people face but how, how they also like can overlap and interact with each other and how doing this for this group sometimes conflicts it's like it's it, it, I'm on a constant learning process um I, I will I fully I'm the first to accept that I'll never be an expert on um on those things <clears throat> oh my goodness my throat is horrible today i'll never be an expert but i'm happy because it means that i'll always be trying to learn and understand more Definitely. and and hopefully ask the right questions that help me um continue on that because that's yeah i think like the more research you do like say with feminism for example there's um there's people who don't believe trans women have a place in feminism and you know there's also other categories like black feminism and how that relates to white Mm. feminism and there's all like lots of different you you think oh yeah I know about feminism it's like well actually I don't know about this side of it or this side of it or this side of it and like I need to because how are we going to progress as a society if we're at least um one of my relatives actually said uh that he read the same book as I will uh, as I did and um which book he was didn't... that <laughs> um why well, I'm no longer talking to white people uh, <laughs> I wasn't going to say that bit because I didn't want to drop them in it, but I guess I haven't said who it is. But no, no, no. They, the book they is disagree. a good book. Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> and this was the thing. They said that they disagreed with certain things in it, um, but they were glad that I was reading it because they said, um, you know, you should at least be educated on it so then you can have an opinion on it instead of not knowing anything yes and i was like oh well i i I have respect for that because even though i disagree with you for disliking the book um or disliking aspects of the book 
um, at least you're still tr- like learning about mm. different problems. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if that's no, worse. I think... <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know if it's yeah, worse, if you're like, willing to at least and... be open-minded to the to go into it open-minded, even if you you read all the stuff and you end up disagreeing, then you can respect the fact they've gone into it with an open mind and try to to understand and because yeah to properly challenge something you kind of need to understand it you know like you have to if you want to deal with inequality in society you kind of need to understand why inequality is there and the reasons for it because you know you can just do things you can be like it's very easy to say um oh well everyone should have the the same chance of getting a job yeah okay that's a nice easy thing to say but the reality of that is that okay so how are you going to ensure that happens how are you going to make sure that people from a poorer background are able to end up at the same point as someone from a more well-off background how are you going to make sure that throughout their time at school they have access to the same kinds of opportunities you know like there's lots of different layers in there and like how do you do you end up holding you know how are you going to help one group advance without holding back another group. There's lots of different layers to it um, that you only get when you actually understand things. Um, so it's, yeah, it's really important to and I feel, um, understand I feel, these things, yeah. Yeah, sorry, I interrupted no, you. No, no, no. Um, no. I was just going to say that uh, it, being educated on like feminism or racism or, or like whatever um it doesn't mean you then have to dedicate your life to being a feminist, being an activist. Like, you can simply be aware of those things so that, like, so say I end up working in A&R, when I'm mm. going to, say I'm employing someone, I can have the mentality of like, oh, okay, I know I've been conditioned to employ um, a middle-class white man. Mm. And I if I'm aware of that, I can actually be like, oh no, actually this person's a better fit and I've just got used to that idea in my head and, and even changes like that can be really fundamental, I, I believe. Like, Absolutely. It doesn't have to, you know, you don't have, people think you have to become like a, a protester, you have to be out on the streets shouting at things, you have to be you don't actually, you know, like you don't understand the power I think lots of people of how valuable it is for people to you don't always have to say anything it's, it's, it's your behaviours it's the way you act it's the way you approach people it's the way you listen to people you know like you don't have to say in a meeting okay everyone um, bored of white people let's listen to the black people now like no, one, no one's going to thank you for that but no, you can you can find a way of making sure everyone is included in the conversation without ever having to say out loud and signpost that that's what you're doing. It's about the things you, the things you do. You don't like everything we do. Like there's what we say, what we say outwardly, all these things, and what we do, and what we do is really important. Um, yeah, I I feel like as well. It's not just superficial things like that say you know employing someone that doesn't necessarily look like you or anything like that but um thinking so say one candidate's got a job uh, a job uh, a degree and 
<laughs> fuck me. Say <laughs> um, <laughs> so one candidate has got a degree and one candidate doesn't. It's mm. also thinking like, oh, okay, well, was education available to them? Were they in a situation mm. where they, they couldn't access that because they might still have the same knowledge? And Well, I mean, it'd be you know slightly different knowledge, but they might be better qualified for the job. But if you look at their condition like classism and stuff like that it, it, as well then i don't know i'm you know you're like i don't want to pretend i'm this like woke person i'm just trying and yeah i think that's all we can do i think all we can do is try i, feel, I don't think I that really makes wish... anyone woke or not i mean i i i mean i if the choice is, look I don't see a problem with being woke if being woke means being aware of the problems in the world and and rather than smoothing over them, trying to make clear that they're not okay and that we should do something about them. If that's what it is, then I'm happy to do that. Um, I yeah. think the thing about like a degree or something is, like, on the one hand, the degrees that we've got um, are a good... Um, they, they they proved that yes I went and studied a course and I I met the criteria for for getting the qualification um you know so I I, I know something about what I'm doing I, I, I I'm able to do this but some people would think that a lack of degree means that you don't have the knowledge that's not always true because like you said classism and lots of things can prevent you actually getting a formal qualification but the knowledge is still there because the knowledge is always like it, it, it's not like at university they hand you a secret book and go okay so here's the secret book we don't tell anyone outside the university about it but inside it big <laughs> secrets you can't share no lots of knowledge is available out there and it's often behind paywalls and things which again makes problems but yeah often people find a way of still lots of people i know who are incredibly clever have never got a degree or anything like that because it's not the two are not necessarily the same having a degree is is almost like yes i went to an institution i did a course i knew it i knew the things on my course i got i, I learned things i was able to complete exams and prove that i've learned those things um, and now i have the qualification for it someone else might have learned it and got all of the information but they've never been through the formal process of actually proving someone exactly. yes i know this um so yeah you, you definitely i think if you're recruiting it's like you think okay this person has a degree this person doesn't but let's go a bit further like do they actually know what they were doing with their degree is it just like they were just there they turned up to the classes remembered enough to be able to like scrape Pass through compared to this person yeah. who never went to university but really really knows their stuff yeah definitely like i try and think back to despite the fact i'm an extremely privileged person i think about the fact that i almost couldn't go to uni because my student finance was like mm. denied and i think okay what if someone was in the same position as me but never had that teacher there to you know stay there after school and because i was i was ready to give up and, and not yeah. go because i they just kept like batting me back and forth to different departments but this teacher was like so determined to get it sorted for me she saw that there was a, a hole in the system and um she she got me through it and i ended up at uni but i so could have easily not have been mm. and you know that's 
I, I think I've got to remember that going on in life to not be like, oh yeah, I'm better because I've got a degree. It's like absolutely cool. not. I think that's the thing in life is that you can have many, many, many roads which end up at the same place. Some having gone through a much windier and stranger path. Some look like they go straight there, but um, at the end of the day, like yeah, it's life is more than than the things you put on paper. I guess a human being is worth much more than than the numbers and letters that are associated with their name. Would you believe that this is an unstructured podcast? Would you believe? Episode? Like, we actually, I, I mean, after the, the catastrophe, <laughs> the absolute disaster that was the last episode, we've come in this week and it's like we've gone, hello everyone, welcome back, uh, we're an educated bunch. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've had my two weeks of reading. <laughs> she's had her reading weeks, um, Kat's had her reading weeks, I, um, I've been marking her essay, she's been doing very good, re- really improving. <laughs> Uh, no. Um, yes. Um, I was going to... I think if you had anything else, I was going to go on to... Um, mental uh, health. Mental health. We're back again. <laughs> hey, everyone. We've never talked about mental health, have we? No. No. Do you want to... Um, do you want to... you want to explain? Should, should I lead? Okay. Yeah. So, I messaged Chris because I had... A few days of socialising, I was loving life. I went to London, Oxford and Milton Keynes, back to back. Uh, not in that order though, don't know why I said it in that order. Doesn't matter. Um, I did a lot of socialising and like when I went to London I saw two groups of friends and when I would, uh, went to Milton Keynes I went and saw two sets of relatives and it was just, it was just very, very busy. Um, and got back oh and then I found out (laughs) so driving back from Oxford um and get the call that my car Piers was driving just for contents because that sounds like content not contents context while she was driving she got a call and she said your car's gonna break down (laughs) and she was like what the fuck (laughs) yeah (laughs) like veering off the (laughs) (laughs) road um essentially got the call saying that my car is fuckadoodle dude um which was great basically it's really boring but they made this clutch for like a few months uh and i happened to get one of these clutches that ended up getting discontinued uh but vw because my car's polo didn't recall these clutches um why would you why 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 would you so yeah so we've been trying to find a replacement clutch which is really hard i mean we can get one from vw but it's 1500 pounds so uh which i think we're gonna have to do um but basically it means that once the clutch is fixed it's just it's too much money to then keep the car so i'm gonna have to say goodbye to my first car and i'm a bit upset as as a bit as a bit I don't know like I, there's just so many memes in that car like I illegally drove with people in the car I don't think you're meant to drive it with people in the car when you're a learner like mm. a car full of people I feel like that's probably I'm not, not sure though I did pass someone doing the same thing yesterday and I'm pretty sure they were okay. more illegal because I'm pretty sure that the people in the car also should not have been supervising so i think you're probably oh. fine 
Yeah, and I like, I, and it was in Wales in the middle of nowhere. So oh, I, it's I was fine. Pretty... No one's in Wales anyway. But like, I, I just, just stuff like that where it's just cute, cute memes. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, Kai's gonna go. So I was a bit. Uh, well, I, was, I actually. I went to cry and I was like, I'm not gonna cry over a fucking car, don't be stupid. So I pulled it together. Um and then yeah, I'd had this busy like week of socialising. Um ended up cancelling on Chris for the podcast because I was so tired. Um I wasn't even drinking when I was socialising. To be fair to you, you actually were like I I think you were like Oh, we can still do it this week if you want. Yeah, like... Which normally happens. Most times you're like, oh, we could still do it if you want. And I was like, I'm not sure we should. Yeah, and I'm glad because I literally put my head on the pillow, fell asleep. And as an insomniac, that's pretty Mm -hmm. impressive. Um, Yeah, so I, I slept, which was needed. And then... Maybe that was what <laughs> that was the start of it. I think um, <laughs> I slept in the day. I slept for like sixteen hours within Jesus. a twenty-four hour period. Like not continuously. Oh my god, you must have been actually exhausted. Yeah, I just I think I hadn't really done too much in-person socialising, and it just took it out of me. And late nights and not sleeping till late and like that is what a late night is I don't know why I'm a fucking idiot um, getting up early like I got up early every day and went to bed late every day so um, yeah just just knackered me um, which is never good for your mind when you have mental health issues anyway no um, but I realised on Monday that sorry this is probably a very boring story no no um but on Monday, I realised that I did my dream job. Oh yeah, so you guys missed this. My dream job became available uh, online. It was advertised, and I was so like the right company, the right internship. Tick tick tick. Just very happy. Um, I sent my CV off to somebody who already works in that field and they said it was good i sent it to a recruiter and they said it was good i was very happy sent it off um and then on the monday i found out that the job had been taken offline um which was really weird because it normally it was classed as you know when they have that little note next to it which says new because it's it's only been up a few days or what have you yeah and they normally advertise the jobs for like two weeks, I think. Mm. Um, from, you know, just from me looking, that seems to be what they do. And so I found out that they took it off at like half five in the morning on like a Wednesday. So I was like, that means they've either got somebody um, already that they like had in mind that they just want to give that position to, or they've like the first CV that they've looked at or something like that like they've I'm pretty sure the position has gone yeah um and then I was like what am I doing with my life um I yeah I feel like it's gone and I was sort of spiraling um I was thinking oh you know what I'm just gonna go and get a 
job is. <laughs> Do you know what the first thing that popped into my head? <laughs> what? Why? You... I, I thought, oh yeah, I'll be a vet receptionist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. It's like. I mean, yeah, if no, I, I had just... to, if I had a pet, I would gladly take it to the vet. But meant you were you were a receptionist because I just oh, come in so and invent cute. problems that didn't exist. Aww. Just to entertain you, I'd just be like, see, that'd I'm be a, such a good love story. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's, can you imagine? Oh my god, that's got to be a, it's got to be a rom com with that in already. Oh yeah, so it's, it's, it's cheesy enough, isn't it? Mm. Um. Yeah, I, d- I don't know. I thought, oh, maybe I should just give up on the dream. And then I was, I was like, it's been three months, like, of looking for my dream job. That's not really a long time in the grand no, scheme No, to be fair, things. three months is not, not too long. It just, it feels like a long time. And um, it wasn't like I was sat there, like, really depressed in terms of, like, I, j- I just couldn't be bothered to do anything. Mm-hmm. And so I gave up on my New Year's resolutions, basically. So one of them was reading every day, um, like trying to drink lots of water. Um, and I I sort of already given up a bit on the whole calorie counting business because I just felt like I don't want to, I don't want it to develop into a eating disorder. So yeah. I sort of decided in a healthy way to stop that before but i went from eating pretty healthily and having nutritional meals to like eating pizza and crap like, <laughs> so yeah i just got myself into a bit of a a shitter mm. um and then yeah i guess i re i hadn't realized this whole time that i was bummed about the job I didn't know what I was annoyed because I thought I've got everything that I've ever wanted in life and other than a fucking job. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> and now my car's broken. I but like in the grand like in the bigger picture I've got everything I want. And so why am I I was annoyed with myself. I was like, You've got so much fucking privilege and you're sat in bed doing nothing. Which is maybe not the best way to no I think things. the thing is it's like it. I mean every, we said it before but it's like it's relative isn't it it's like you, you you almost can't yeah on the one hand yeah you, you know you have privileges absolutely but like that doesn't take away from the fact that you can still feel depressed and, and still be struggling and still have still be having a hard time i mean who i think everyone could probably understand the feeling of you see your dream job you see this job that you've been working towards and you think this would be perfect this is perfect to have that kind of it's like the universal feeling of having something dangled in front of you that think is going to be amazing it's going to yeah. be the best thing ever and then nope take it away and it's like yeah oh no no but i still want that oh it's gone now oh yeah yeah like it and you you almost don't really understand because you like you don't understand why you had no context as to why the job was taken down you don't know for what reason and i haven't had like an email like yeah. I've, I've applied to that company before and i had a rejection email um, mm. from them so 
I was sort of like, at least if I get a rejection email, I can move on, and I haven't mm. had one. So I don't know if it is still open, but I doubt it, because why would they close it if they hadn't contacted mm. people? I I don't. I don't. And know. that's the thing as well. It's the uncertainty, right? Like, we as human beings, we like to know things, really. Yeah. Like, we, 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 we love certainty and, and assurance that something is, is going to happen. So in this like weird nowhere kind of purgatory where it's like uh it could still be available but why would it be gone but then why would they take it down so like you get stuck in that cycle of questions and not really knowing and there's no clarity coming so yeah it it definitely can um it helps you know like it it helps spiral almost yeah and i think like i just didn't realize that that was why i was really unmotivated like I didn't want to go out and walk the dogs I didn't want to read I didn't want to watch I like didn't want to watch Netflix like what you know you're oh like, my hmm, god what's wrong with me even I in my deepest to, depressions like... like in fact if anything that's, <laughs> that's when my Netflix subscription gets most uses <laughs> yeah I was just like I don't even want to look, watch TV I don't know like but then no, I didn't I, I wasn't crying I wasn't sat there like upset I just yeah and I guess that's the thing I then realized it was about the job and was like oh, okay well at least now i've realized that i can get on you know move on um that sounds so it's like a breakup <laughs> it's a clean break it's gone now no. yeah i don't i as soon as i realize... realize what the problem is it's easier to know it's like what we say, I was saying earlier about the like, like okay, these seem quite far apart, but like, like trying to deal with something major in society, you have to understand the problem before you can fix it. It's like that yeah. with with you, your your like mood, your mental health as well. It, it you can do the things that would make you feel happy, but they don't work, and it's because often you don't understand why you're struggling. And when you understand yeah. why it is you're struggling, you're able to go, oh, okay, so let's try this because this will help more. So it does help yeah. when you realise that, yeah. And I feel like with job hunting, like, it's... Mm. There's a lot more than just, oh, yeah, you get the job or you don't get the job. You, If you don't get a job, you think, why was I not good enough? And you yeah. think, I should have done this or I should have done that. And, like, I'm in a position at the moment where I can live the life I'm living which is not doing very much like you know going seeing friends occasionally and but I can't go and take a internship where I earn no money or no I can't go and pay to say like I've wanted to go and shadow some sound engineers again like that I've, I've done in the past but then it's like okay well I have to pay to get to London pay for food or, or whatever like to to go and get that experience and I'm not in a you know, I'm saving for a wedding. I'm definitely not in a position to then have an extra expense to... Which is something as well that, you know, for all the privileges you said you have, like, those things are very real concerns as well. Um, I feel like I'm your therapist. I feel like I'm coming in. <laughs> I know. Like, I love but, like, this. It's, um, but it's very... It's those kind of things that hold people back. Often in it's one of the big reasons for why we don't have the same opportunities is that we can't afford to take a free internship. We can't afford to pay for an internship. We can't afford the transport costs. Like, travelling to London is expensive. I don't... I, it sounds like a stupid sentence, but 
it's ex insanely expensive. If you want to live in London, you've basically got to sell an organ, you know, get ready to sell that kidney because yeah. you're not going to be, you won't, that's, that's gone now. Like it's crazy expensive. It's crazy stressful. Um, space is limited. Like for the same money to live somewhere in the north of England, you could probably get a shed in London, you know, like it's, it's oh, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Trains into London are difficult and busy. And that's the thing. There's, There's no... so much going on. And it, it, those things disadvantage you, you know? Those things are, like, that. they are real disadvantages that impact upon your ability to get into it because not being able to do those things might mean that you... It's more difficult for you to get shadowing opportunities with sound engineers, internships with within the music industry. So, you know, for, these are very real... Um, disadvantages anti-privileges there you go wonderful that was barriers beautiful. that's the word i was looking for <laughs> i think like like you said about trains being expensive so if i got this internship the um the salary would have been around twenty-one thousand, twenty and a half, maybe something like that um which <laughs> you know i was like oh yeah that's great and then i thought about it and i thought I checked the season tickets uh, for the trains, and it was was it it was five thousand six hundred and eighty pounds I think, mm -hmm. or it was six thousand and so it was that much just for the train. You add my undergraduate student loan, my postgrad student loan. You add, uh, you know, obviously like national insurance tax. Mm. Um, Oh god, this was not going to be a depressing thing. Oh, <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying I... that you were making it depressed. Like, sorry, that's not really bad. No, 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 it didn't. I really am. I've become your therapist. There you go. I didn't even <laughs> get paid for this shit, you know? This is free. Well, I'll return the favour. I'll return the favour. Um, j just to, like, finish off. Yeah. Essentially, I, I bounced back. I got... I, I don't know, like, I... I set myself a couple of little jobs to do so that I felt like I'd accomplished something in the day. And then I ended up doing loads because I hadn't set, like, I hadn't overwhelmed myself. I ended up just getting the house back to being tidy and I, I don't know. And then that I felt good about myself because I thought, actually, I've done more than I set out to do. And then I messaged Chris, which I, I feel like was finalising the that I was gonna have a good rest of the week was because it's like, okay, I'm gonna tell Chris that I've had a shit few days, but I'm like out of the rut and I'm gonna gonna get on. When you hear about someone who who has had a tough time, who's fallen over, but I've been able to kind of get themselves back up a little bit or, or even just start getting back up, yeah. um, you feel very proud of them. And so I was, when you told me about it, I was like, I'm proud of you for um for recognizing that you were in a kind of rut and for being able to you know like get yourself kind of start getting out of it and be honest about it because it's it, it's it's really um yeah just just as a friend it it, it makes me very proud to to meet you because I I know that you're a very strong person I I know some people don't like the the like a bit where I'm really, really nice and like, but no it I know, it's like, you, you see the strength that. <laughs> that your friends have the people that have around you and you think I love that 
Yeah, I thank you. <laughs> Me getting awkward, like. Oh, um, kindness. What? Kindness. What is that? Um, I basically when I was about to send the message, I thought like. I'd want Chris to do, feel like he could do this to me, like message me about this stuff. So like that's why I wanted to actually message you. And then um, we get sort of Chris's perspective. Like he messaged me back saying um, that he'd experienced a similar thing, which I don't know if you want to go into a bit, but um, yeah, it, sure. I um, yeah, it was it's very weird timing. So I I think definitely. Um, you know, sometimes it really frustrates me, um, and it's weird given what I've just said, but, um, I would say that for a few months now, I've not been right, um, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really sure how to, like, I mean, part of me is, like, when did it kind of start? When it was getting colder and darker, so it's, like, it's all it, it, there's a fairly good chance it's linked to the seasonal kind of thing which I talked about before but um yeah and especially since the new year I've just been feeling really like it, like I think the best I've been feeling is like meh you know oh, like God. it's like meh, yeah. and, and like it, it, it alternates a little bit and it's it's just been lots of it feels for it say since the start of the yeah I don't know if I did I tell you about so my mum, my mum's dad, my my granddad died. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. At the start of January, um, so she ended up having to fly back to Kenya at really short notice, um, and go to the funeral and sort all of that out. So suddenly, it you know like you've barely recovered from Christmas, and suddenly it's like boom, you now got to deal with this. You got to deal with it, and we had you know we had to get the stuff prepared, which is fine because you know. It is what it is. So we've got to do like the COVID tests and the, the certificates and the documents. And you, you know, from when you went to um, Disneyland, like there's so many things involved with traveling at the moment. It's um, it's kind of crazy. So all of that's going on, you know, we managed to get, get that sorted and it's fine. And then it's like, you've got, you've almost got to start doing the paperwork for coming back and things even though it was like she was out there for three weeks it was like okay what's she gonna do when she gets back what do we need to sort out fine cool the people who are ill and people who are dying like even like non-family things it's like so much going on it's relentless and it's like i'm fucking exhausted with this year already so like that's all going on and and i i'm not trying to look for sympathy i'm just you know i'm just explaining why um it is with it but like it gets you down and i think as well uh i've been working in the office full-time basically since new year which i wasn't really doing before so that's a bit of a shock to the system i'm very tiring and i've just felt very much like it's a weird vicious cycle almost where i feel a bit like i'm not in the right place mentally so i'm struggling to communicate that to people and, and do what i need to do but because i'm struggling to talk about it and struggling to do what i need to do I'm not meeting my needs so that I'm feeling worse, which means that I can't talk about it and know what to do. And it's like this horrible cycle that just like pushes you deeper. Um, and I realised, to be honest, I realised I was coming to a similar point as you, that I was like, I get off in work, I could like, I woke up and I was like, okay, fine, I'm going to go to work, fine. So you get yourself and you go to work. 
and throughout the day I'm like oh when I get home I could do this I could do this I could do this and I got home and I had dinner and then virtually every night I was just like oh, I'll just I'll just lay down on my bed for a bit and I wasn't even sleeping I was just laying there like ugh. like I, I didn't have much motivation to do anything at all um, yeah. which is kind of um, it's almost a little bit scary because it's like it's a similar thing right like I know I just joked about it but like I was trying to watch like Netflix and things and and it just wasn't like I was getting annoyed with things 10 minutes in I was like fuck it no yeah. so I'm just laying there in yeah. a dark room and it's the most depressing thing right and it's like and you don't know when that feeling's gonna end either no it's very it's very relentless it's very and it's it's people sometimes get depression and they think oh it just means you're crying all the time no I actually haven't cried at all this <laughs> I've just been like you just stay and it's just like it's like there's nothing that's the scariest bit for me is that sometimes it just feels like there is like like you're almost beyond feeling sad you're just like nothing I don't do you know what I mean yeah it's like it's it's like almost numb to things that are going on you're just like you're like you're not you're there but like your brain is like can't deal with it just gonna shut down go on autopilot for a bit um and I guess it, it kind of I think I just at some point I was like this isn't okay this isn't this isn't okay like I shouldn't I, I don't do that I don't normally come home from work and just want to do nothing or like not talk to it like it, it, it was a little bit weird so I um weirdly when Kat messaged that day I think someone had someone I know at work had um they were walking past on their way out of the office and we were always like, oh, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. How are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he walked past. He's like, you're all right. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he stopped, came back, and was like, are you really all right? Cold and, out. <laughs> and I was like, um, uh, y- yeah, y- I think so. And we had a bit of a conversation, and I, I went home, and I was like, no. No, I'm not. No, I'm not alright. No, I'm not. It's weird, like, and did I, why did I need someone else to tell me that I wasn't? But, like, they didn't. They were just asking, and it made me go, no. You then thought about it yourself, and... Yeah, and, you, you know, you thought about things, and it was like... Yeah. No, I'm not alright. I feel like there's various things that have been going on recently that are a lot, and and it feels like there's, there's a lot going on to deal with at one time, which is stressful. I feel like... um with certain things like there are points where I feel like I've kind of not been listened to or kind of dismissed for whatever reason it's like yeah you, you suddenly recognise that that's not okay so it's not something and I, I like I said to him the next day um, or a couple of days later I was like um, I'm really grateful actually that you said that because I went home and forth about it and I was like no I'm not okay I'm not okay right now I'm having a tough time but it was a similar thing when I got that message from you I was like this is weird because we've both been feeling kind of shit for a while and and it's like we've had this epiphany almost it's like we no it's okay we can we can do something about this um yeah so it's like i wouldn't i I wouldn't i wouldn't tell you um that i was i was feeling great like i'm not but 
it's like I would say that it's like almost it's like I've been in a hole right and it's like someone it's like I've suddenly noticed there's a ladder in the corner out of nowhere <laughs> like I'm like what the fuck is this and it's like you don't trust it because you didn't see it there before so you're like should I should I climb that ladder and you're, you're not really sure and it kind of creaks a bit when you're on it but I'm like I'm starting to climb that ladder. That's 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 the metaphor I'm going for this week. I guess both of us this week have been able to, if nothing else, recognize that. Um, we know, recognize that we're not in a good way and doing something about it, even if it's a very simple thing like you said, like cleaning the house or something. Um, yeah. I've been cleaning my room a bit this week because it's some of these things I always like to. If I, if I could have a list of like depression indicators. One of them yeah. would be your room turning into a complete fucking trash. And then um, you just feel like shit because your room's a mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, again, it's like the vicious cycle. To... It is, it is. And um, yeah. so it's been, so, I've been like kind of tidying it. And I've not been going crazy. I've been like, no, we'll do it in bits. Piece by piece. Yeah. Just a little bit here, a little bit there. And like things. So at some point today, I want to clean my desk because my desk is a, a tip of various things. <laughs> but like, it's like, I'll just deal with that today. And if I just deal with my desk today, I've won. And if I happen to do something else, that's extra. Um, exactly. We're just, yeah, we're just, I feel we're like just, always set yourself... Yeah, always set, set yourself, like, a couple of things that are yeah. easy to do. Even if it's, like, brush your teeth. Like, just one thing. Just I so... think that would be my big advice for life sometimes is to... You give yourself pressure to be productive, whatever the fuck that means. And you're like, you say yourself, he's going, I'm going to do, I'm going to save the world tomorrow. It's like, okay, what if you didn't save the world tomorrow? <laughs> what if tomorrow you just, you just did a little thing. And then tomorrow you can do another little thing. And in the end of it, it will be great. You know, maybe you'll have saved the world. But let's just take it a little bit at a time. Do the things that you actually can do. Because you'll do them. You'll feel good that you managed to do those things that you wanted to do. And even if it takes you a bit longer than you might like it to, you know you'll get it done because you can. And that's always a good thing. Be be realistic. Yeah. Be kind to yourself. Don't don't try and save the world. Maybe just save a an ant or something today. You're basically Two ants tomorrow. For us to learn from. You know, it's like it's you don't just realise oh, I d it's like you saying with the whole depression room, there's indicators like, mm. you know, your room's suddenly messy and all that. But at the time, you don't, like, notice it. And no. it's not like, because we've talked about it today, that we're not going to end up in a rut next month. Like, but it's... I, I would never try and tell you that in two weeks' time, I won't come back and tell you I had the same experience again. Exactly. Because it might well happen. But that's okay. But I, I feel like I got out of my headspace much quicker because I was more open about it if that makes sense no I agree I agree I think definitely the yeah I one of those things I'm prone to is not being open about it and just kind of like pushing yeah. through I have this weird mentality it's like oh I'll just I'll just I'll deal with it next week you know it's like it's like I'm feeling sad but I'll deal with it next week um but obviously that's not really a, a wise thing to do. I'm not very open about it. And I think it does... I think one of the most exhausting things is that you try to explain to someone, I'm having a tough time. 
Okay, why? Yeah, and you're like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Here's some things that have happened, which in and of themselves are not massively problematic. And I guess maybe a mix, but it's very difficult. And then someone else is like, what's wrong with you? Like, you're an idiot. So you don't... People want to give you a quick fix. And when yeah. they can't, they're disappointed. Exactly. And you, and you don't want to disappoint them because you can see that they disappoint you. And it's like, oh, did that help you? And I'm like, no. No, it didn't. It, didn't. it might have helped a little bit, but did you solve my problems? No. Can you solve my problems? No. Oh. Okay. And you, you don't want to talk to that person again because you don't want to make them feel like they failed at trying to help you. Um, and it, it makes you feel stupid if you can't articulate. I, I always feel stupid that I can't explain what's going on in my mind sometimes. And I definitely have a... Um, I have this thing. I don't know if you have it as well. It's a weird thing. You know, like, um, stuttering or, like, stammering kind of stuff. Yeah. I've noticed it of myself. That it happens a lot when I'm feeling like I don't have the right words for what I'm trying to say, or if I'm like in a in a pressure situation. Like I sometimes the same word gets repeated, and I'm like, oh, oh, that's and it, it's one of those things that you realise and you you become aware of in your own speech patterns and things. Um, but I get very stressed out if I don't have the right words to try and explain what's going on in my mind. And then often it's just easier to just dodge that bullet, you know? Why why go through the stress of not knowing how to explain it? Just don't explain it. That's a terrible mentality. Don't do that. Maybe this is why I have struggled to speak in so many fucking podcast episodes because I've low-key been <laughs> feeling low, so then I've just forgotten how to speak. Is that maybe, is that maybe. It definitely yeah. hits me more when I'm like feeling a little bit down is definitely a, a thing. I, I need to, I need to a lot when I'm editing and things that I'll repeat the same word multiple I'll be like, I, 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 and it's like what's wrong just say the word what's happened to you right now and then, and then not, I realize that's not oh, being kind to yourself is it it's not being kind to myself that's mm. you know that's a lesson that I it's a lesson I'll never stop learning yeah, I feel like if you listen to our podcast, we probably it probably seems like sometimes we say the same things some weeks. Um, but that's because human beings are actually quite stupid. And we, we fail to learn the lesson the first time, or the second time, or the 26th time. We might learn a little bit, but we sometimes need to relearn that lesson. In the same way that when you went to school, um, sometimes things didn't make sense the first time or the second time, or at all, possibly. Did you ever have it where, like, you're at school and then, some, like, all of a sudden something just clicked? Like, I was always... I always struggled um, in English. <laughs> and then I just had the right teacher at the right time. She said the right things. And then I suddenly went from being... All of a sudden, I went from really struggling with English uh, in terms of... Uh, I would have these thoughts in my head about, say, a book, but I wouldn't be able to articulate them. Like, I wouldn't be able to write a methodical paragraph. Mm. It would just be, like, what I was thinking in that moment, and I just couldn't get it down. I mean, part of that will be probably be dyslexia, but 
I remember, um, I can't, like, I don't remember specifically what she taught me, but she just said something. And I just remember from that day on, like, being able to write much better, yeah. like, clearer. Uh, apparently not be able to speak <laughs> very yeah. well. Oh my I, god. I would say, to be fair to you, 90% of the time you're fine. It's when I think about speaking, mm. I struggle. I have that as well, definitely. When, you, when yeah. you become aware of it and you're like, oh, this is a problem. I think that's the thing of last week's, that we were both becoming aware that like we were messing up. And we're trying to stop messing up. But you think so much about that, that like you just mess up more and it's like this horrible moment of again it spirals we're just we're on a constant spiral really <laughs> one way or another gosh when do we spiral um, upwards that's what i'm ready for i think reverse I slide think like 22 and 20 i mean you're i'm gonna class you in the 23 club now sorry i'm aging you no um, that's fine i'm, I'm nearly there yeah ne- nearly there boo um I feel like 24 is a cooler year and 25. I think I said this last week. I feel like that's when the up happens. I'm hopeful. What did you say? 2031, was it? 2032. That's going to be your year. I think it was the year for me, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm ready for it. Only 10 years away. (laughs) So, any day now. Um... Tell you what, should we go on to some music? We've not done it in a while. Okay, so do you know what? I saw you put Come Over Again in brackets. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to do air quotes. Um, it's weird. Yeah. How do you refer to that in a song when they have brackets? Like, are you meant to just read it as if it's a full sentence? Because, like, surely the brackets mean separate. Like, Come Over Again. I feel like sometimes people do it if there's a song that's got the same title, so they add the, so yeah. it's like come over, and then they've added the again because there's another song called come over. Yeah. Um, don't know. Maybe I should find that out, considering you know my future job. I ah, don't worry about it. It's a next week kind of thing. Next week. <laughs> Uh, okay, so crawlers. I was I was just so impressed because thank you. I did. Have I put them in the playlist before? I feel you like... have. They did a song. I think okay. it's so tired. Yeah. Um, we talked about it last year. Um, so I, I I check them out every now and then, and I, for whatever reason, I, I happened to end up on this Spotify. I saw the song. I was like, oh, I'll give it a try. Um, and I just really vibed to it. Yeah, really it, it it did really well on TikTok. I was so Crawlers was one of my little discoveries. Uh, oh, was it? I don't even know if it was last year. If it was the year before, I used them as a case study in my uni work when they had like fifteen thousand followers or something like that. Oh my god! TikTok, yeah, and I kept using them as an example to the band of why TikTok is so important. Yeah. Um, because they've grown massively and I actually tried to get tickets to see them in London at Camden Assembly but um, I thought they were being released at midnight but they were being released at midday and oh. missed out it was really sad um, but no like and this song yeah it ended up being a TikTok trend um, oh really? Oh. yeah 
I'm I'm so, almost with it, everyone. I'm almost like I know that was why I was so impressed because I thought I'd put it in the playlist and I like like a few months ago and that I just um, forgot that I'd put it in there or something. But yeah, no, it's it's a great song. I'm obsessed with her voice. Like it's yes, like, is that what, what draws you to them? It definitely. I I remember thinking it before when we talked about Stay Tired. Um. There's yeah, there's a quality in her voice. I I can't. Um, I I just don't know the word for it. But like, it's like soulful. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I I love her voice, and this song really is like. It's like it's weird. It it can somehow be both soothing almost at some points. And at other points, yeah. it's like shouting, like angry in the same song, like and it's like, damn, you hit both of those just right, and it felt natural for you to be at both ends of the um, spectrum almost. And it doesn't feel like that cliche, like when I say pop structure, I don't mean pop music, I mean like pop rock, yeah, know, indie. Like it, it doesn't feel as. Um, artificial as you know some when I say artificial that has like a really negative connotation but like a really overly structured song let's say yeah. like it doesn't it doesn't have that feel um yeah, I really like I get what you mean. the bit between like um oh, I think it's after the chorus there's like this little like break between uh sections yeah. Where it's just like quite like it's just guitar, like some like kind of ooze over the Backing top kind of thing. vocals. And I love that because yeah. it feels really natural. It's like a, it is like a natural bridge into a a thing. Um, it does. It flows really naturally. Yeah. Definitely. It's... And it, it's it's definitely a like when you look at the lyrics for it, it's like, oh, oh god, this is quite intense um like i don't really know what it's about but it, like i just think it's a really good song i think it's really it was almost like i almost listened to it on loop when i first found it because it just, is like, one of those ones that you lost can lost in it almost it's, it's not so intense that you can't just like just be at peace with it yeah i just almost got lost in it i was like i just need that again i just need it like I was just going round and round. I was like, this is great. And it, yeah, it's really good. I, I definitely, I, I really like them. And I think it's a, they're a great band for sure. So with the TikTok trend, um, they were focusing around the lyrics, uh, take her name out of your mouth. Take uh-huh. her Yeah. So I was trying to like remember if that was um, how it was phrased. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but a lot of people were using it for, Dead names. Oh. Which was quite clever, I thought, because I don't think that was necessarily what it was written about. I could be wrong. I d- um, yeah, I don't know, but that's really interesting, actually. Yeah, so... Oh, man, I love that. Yeah, I was going to leave it till the end, but then I can't, because I, I, I really liked... Um... <laughs> So the last song you put in, um, "Sad, Clap Your Hands," which again has oh, the brackets in it. I saw you listen. Um, yeah. So uh, th- the weird thing is, first of all, 
I felt like I knew the um the lead singers. I feel like Boys. I know the band almost. Yeah, that was. But what I, I thought. can't think of what song it would be. No, I had this, and I was trying to work it out, and I think I asked Pierce, but he wasn't sure either. Maybe I didn't ask Pierce. Maybe I daydreamed I asked Pierce. Um, but no, I had the same thing. It really reminded me of another song, and I just yeah. couldn't place it. I um, can't. If anyone listens and they they realize it, please let us know because I, it's, it, it really feels so familiar, but I just can't understand it. Um. I, I don't know if you put the song in because of the week that we've had. I I think I actually found it the week before. I'd had it in my... Actually, I can find out because I think it dates when you've saved... Like, you've liked it. I think uh-huh. it came up in my... Uh, on the 29th of December, I saved it. Oh, my God. So I'd, I've been holding on to it. This week, it just felt very, like... Oh. I know. How funny is that? Like, That's, I just. Yeah. Um, I did actually listen to it quite a few times when I was feeling a bit. Yeah. Meh, you know. And I had like the bits, some bits I really liked, but so there's like a um, what was those two bits that really got me? And it weirdly relates to what we're saying. Okay, so there's like the line, um, it's getting hard to justify my thoughts and where I'm coming from. And it's like that almost perfectly just describes what I was saying about how explaining like I'm feeling shit but I can't really explain to you or justify why it, yeah. it's difficult to do that and it's like a weird feeling so like I got that definitely and then um what was the other bit oh in the yeah so um shut up and be happy it's all in your head grow up and be happy because it ain't that bad that's what my doctor says and I was like yeah I I know that I've, I've had doctors who have said that I've, I've had people who say that it's like like you were saying as well with the like why why am I sad I've got all these privileges I've got all these things going on why am I possibly feeling sad um yeah it's very weird it's just a very relatable kind of song that also throws you off because it sounds happy um yeah and you can kind of like yeah sing along to it um I was gonna say one of the lyrics that struck out stuck struck out stuck out to me was I washed my hair I'm still a mess like yeah I've had it, so I always used to think a bath fixes all your problems. I don't know, like, when you have a bath, you just, like, it's meant to be a relaxing It's like me thing. and a cup of tea. And yeah, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> like, the same friggin' thing, and, like, when I was feeling down in the dumps, I lit the candles in my, like, I, I sort of cleaned the bath and, like, lit... Alright. Um... <laughs> Going, my mental health matters too, Mum. <laughs> <laughs> I, I lit the candles in the bath and got in, washed my hair, and I was like, "Great, I don't feel any better." Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. Like it just jumped out at me. You know what the stupid thing was? I listened to it. And I was like, "Oh, if you're sad, you know, like, yeah, that's that." Clap your hands. And I was like, "Yeah, that's not the nursery rhyme. No, no, that's not the nursery rhyme. It's if you're happy and you know it." <laughs> How have I misremembered this? I felt like an you know, idiot. You know, we're just gonna like if if there's some kid going, "If you're happy, and you know, it, we're gonna like, if you're sad and you know, it, <laughs> we're gonna teach like, them the correct." So if you're sad, you know, it, clap your hands, and it's me like, <laughs> "Hi." 
Um, it's me. I'm sad. Um, you know, I really, I, I, I love it. It's a bop. It's a certified bop. I love it. Um, it it's does. A sad obviously, bop. it sounds kind of <laughs> depressing. But um, if you're gonna be depressed, why not bop while you while you're doing it? Exactly. I can't actually believe that's the sentence I went for. I didn't know how to follow no, you up with no, that. No. Should we move on? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, I've just realised it's not what I thought it was called. I thought it was called Popular Street, but it's Poplar Street. Oh, you thought it was Popular? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, by Glass Animals. Um, and I'm pretty sure this is off uh, one of their old albums. Oh, yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah. 2016. I was obsessed with this. Um, well, I was obsessed with, like, a few songs on the album. I think there's, like... Um, uh, yeah, Life Itself, Youth, Pork Soda, uh, Other Side of Paradise. But I don't think I really... Do you fucking mind? I have a hard time making sentences work without you crying <laughs> that's me talking to my brain my fucking work <laughs> <laughs> anyway so glass animals uh i yeah i absolutely loved this album but i think i never really listened to that song in particular because i was distracted by the other songs but when you put it in I was like, I fucking love this. It reminded me of like Red Hot Chili Peppers, I think, at the beginning. Is it? Red yeah, Hot I get that. Of? Um, and I was just, I was just vibing. It made me smile. It's like, right? Yeah. Anyway, so this was on something, and I was like, oh, I remember this song because I had heard it obviously ages ago. Um, yeah. But never really listened to it just in its own, and I. I really love about Glass Animals is that they um they're one of those artists that are really 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 good at telling a story with the song. Yeah. Um, that like the song is like genuinely like a story. Yeah. Um, and it's not it's actually quite difficult to do. I think like I don't think 100%. everyone can do that. Um, Definitely. And when it's done well, it just works. And it's it fe- it feels natural. It's like oh wow okay this is this is going somewhere. But I I really vibe to it. It's like a the rhythm and the beat of it is just like, and I'm kind of a sucker for. It's not like the guitar is really like. Um. It's not really like it's not there's many effects on the guitar itself that like kind of riff that goes over the top. But I'm just in love with it for some reason. <laughs> I get you. I, they're so good at making experimental music mm. conform to like pop rules. I guess like it, it's weird and wonderful, and yet packaged correctly. I don't know yeah. if that's. It just it, works, and ugh, yeah, it is. It's like. I can't eat it. There's not. I. I don't have a word for how it makes me feel. But I, I. I've always loved their music, and yeah, it was. It was nice to take a step back with this. I suddenly remembered when you were talking that uh, I actually saw them uh, live in I think 2018. Oh. Um. It might have been 2009. No. 
I'm pretty sure it's oh 2017 might have been 2017 um I think it was my first year at Reading it was even my first or my second year there and um they were talking about how pineapples had been banned from Reading Festival because of them because they were scared people were gonna like throw pineapples and yeah it was just and the crowd was really quite rough for like an indie act like everyone was just going for it like everyone was on drugs it was it was quite it was quite spectacular I guess the thing is it it almost I can imagine well I say I can imagine having never been high I can't really imagine it but um (laughs) Glass animals feels like the kind of thing you could almost really get lost. It's like really kind of like it's almost got a little bit of that psychedelic kind of element to it, you know? Yeah. A lot of their music would kind of work with that, I think. And especially lyrics like pineapple, like pineapples are in my head. Like yes. just imagine people like <laughs> tripping, like seeing pineapples everywhere. Like I think that's the thing um, is what I think that yeah, that's on the same album as this song. Um that that song and I definitely think it's I was like, trying so hard not to sing it when I was I was saying pineapples are in my head I was there like, you go. I'm proud of it <laughs> like it overshadowed I think that song was like yeah it was like, so, it was like, so this song almost got like forgotten forgotten yeah. in the mix but it, it's definitely a good song um so oh, yeah, Ella Marie by um oh yeah Maddie Hellstrom um I mean you seem to have a talent for finding people who are... I know we're not old. I know that. But, <laughs> I mean, we can safely say that we're not teenagers anymore, obviously. I know, and it's so you, sad. You keep finding teenagers who are, like, not even, like, 18. Right? I think she's 17. Yeah. And she's made this. And I'm just like, what was I doing? What, what was I doing at 17? I think I was still struggling to understand photosynthesis or something dumb <laughs> I don't know why photosynthesis came to my mind just go with was... it um, I'm gonna go with it but it's uh, she's good she's really good yeah I actually I might have mentioned her to you before because um, when we were looking for a guitarist for the band I found her uh, online I was like searching because um, I followed quite a few sort of young guitarists that I thought would would like do well and it's obviously good to have people in the industry just like be aware of who's doing what and shut up um <laughs> I love how I just go back to like a normal conversation it's amazing it's like you fucking bastard so yes I was uh, doing a thing <laughs> any okay anyway i found i found her and i messaged her and i was like i don't know if you're in the uk and i felt really like she i think she was 16 at the time yeah uh so i think she must be nearly 18 now because it was yeah it was a while back but i i remember messaging her thinking i feel like a fucking pedo like uh do you happen to live in the uk and she said oh no uh i live in america and um she goes, oh, but I am planning on coming to the UK. Oh. And I was like, oh, like, whereabouts? Like, thinking she was going to say London or Manchester. I don't know what is wrong with him. What, you yeah, you counting okay. on her saying, oh, I mentioned this place called <laughs> It sounds like a really great place. Close. <laughs> 
this is where this is why I'm telling the story in the music section. You, I don't think you could guess what she said. It made me laugh so much. Oh, so it's not going to be somewhere like really obviously mainstream. Um, no. Where's somewhere like really unexpected and like odd and like um fucking or something? I don't know. Pretty similar. <laughs> yeah. Oh. How random is that? She actually, so she ended up, so because of COVID, like she couldn't come over at the time because it was mm. really bad. I don't know what her plans are now, whether she's still thinking about coming over um, or not. But she um, did the, do you remember the long, uh, I got uh, Toffees to cover Long Shot by Catfish and Waterman. Yeah. And, she did the guitar for it. Oh. Oh. So, yeah, so you, you, you already sort of knew of her, and so I, I had her on my radar, and I was sort of hoping she was going to come out with music. And when she came out with this, I was like, how the fuck did you, like, produce this yourself? I know. I think she's played drums on it herself as well, and, like, done all the guitar and the singing. I'm like, what the fuck? fuck mm -hmm. i feel so unaccomplished but i am so glad that i'm hearing this talent so it's it's great it is it's like um simple not in a bad way um but it's very but it's, it's so well produced almost yeah like it's, it's so well together i i yeah. would fully have accepted that it was you know mixed by someone I don't know, like professional for want of a better word. Yeah. I, it's very catchy just... as well. Whenever yeah. I, I like reading Ellen Marie, it makes it very hard for me not to to sing it. Sing it in your head. Yeah, and this is the thing. I actually like I thought, oh I'll listen to it and you know when you just like I have no sort of I know she, she plays guitar well and she sings a bit but I, I didn't know what to sort of expect and then I ended up sort of having it on repeat and I was like oh that's so cool because I'm not just like trying to be a supportive person I actually love this yeah. without no no genuinely that if that makes sense genuinely I mean um, I loved it without knowing any of the the connection in there at all yeah um, I'm just I'm now wondering whether I maybe shouldn't have said the location in case privacy issues. Maybe I'll I'll beep. I'll beep it out. Beep it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, I be can't good. believe you I can't believe you're planning on coming to Beep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah, what a song. I love it. Um I'm so looking forward to you beeping over bits as well because I don't have you have I've you done, done that it. yet? I've never no. done it. Oh my god! Like I, I just remember when I was little, and it would be really over the top, obnoxious, like beep, like, fuck off, get out. <laughs> Wolf Alice is the last one, isn't it? Yeah. So it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Smile by Wolf Alice on the Blue Weekend album. This was really cool. I, I don't know what it was like. I. I've told you this before. I've had a really weird, like, on-off relationship with Wolf Alice. Yeah. Like, sometimes I like their stuff. Sometimes, like, sometimes it 
it's a miss for me like i have to listen to a song a few times before i get it let's say yeah um and with this song i just i just really liked it again quite chill um chill but effective i'm gonna go for yeah what like what drew you to the um, um to the so song in particular again it came up one of these like discovered players or whatever and the only song i haven't actually listened to the album yet um but i listened oh is this new uh the album came out last year i think late last year oh did um, it yeah so i i might have to check it out then we talked about last man on earth at some point last year which is a very yeah. different song um like piano kind of driven kind of like very um restrained and 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 held back um whereas this is just a bit more like on it kind of like um indie um pop punk kind of almost thing you know like um yeah yeah i know what words i'm going for i just can't phrase them um i i really like it i like i like um her kind of like singing like almost um not quite rapping but you know like um spoken spoken yeah yeah i i love it and i I really like the lyrics for it it's very um empowerment kind of vibes you know yeah like i'm i'm ain't ashamed of being sensitive i believe it's the perfect adjective or um don't call me mad there's a difference i'm angry and your choice to call me cute has offended me which i really like bringing up the feminist argument exactly exactly i i think a lot about it and it's like yeah the difference between men can be angry and aggressive but women it's just oh she's just mad because you know oh you're cute blah 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 and it's like and it's i like the um wind it up and this honeybee stings and i'm like nice i like that that's beautiful i like that it's got some like some bite to it some aggression to it and i also when i was looking it up i found out that the producer or one of the producers is marcus drafts who i know because of the work he's done with coldplay on um oh, which was it? viva la vida and Miley Zylese. that um, is amazing and he's also done some production with florence and the machine um arcade fire wow. uh, mumford and sons like big big names big names and i um yeah i i i think he's really good at doing what, what he does you know he's 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 a really skilled at it and yeah it's always when, it's when, you, when you see someone's name in that and you're like oh this is going to be good because you know you, if you're involved so there's no way i'm gonna dislike it. and I, I i mean i didn't know before listening to it but it was um well i guess you know the producer that they've listened to the music so they and if they produced songs that you like, then yeah. they have a similar taste to you. I guess that's how you would. Well, I think it's the thing as well. It's like you know, obviously, I've said before that Myers Eyes was one of my favorite albums. You got Viva La Vida is on there. Um, he he did say it was the first Mumford and Sons album. Um, Sign No More, which oh. I think is a great album. Um, he did. Is that with Little Lion Man? I think so. I think so. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Little Lion Man is on there. Uh, the Cave is on there, which I love. Um, oh. 
so many good songs. I forgot about that song. That song is so good. Oh, you're right? you've made my day. It's I, great. I'm gonna listen to it after the podcast. It's great, and like, um, yeah. So like, Arcade Fire did the uh, album The Suburbs, which I really like, um, and Reflector. They like just really good albums that I, I I really love. So it's like, I, you know, like I'm like I, you you've got good taste. I I, I can't obviously like music <laughs> is more than just a producer. Taste. Yeah, but like the producer is definitely important in there. It's like nice. nice well, a lot it. of producers get songwriter credits because of yeah. how much influence they have on the song. So yeah, it's good. Certified Bob can confirm. Thank you. Boop, boop. Um, last one. Are you alright by Yankee? Um, how did you find this? This is just a vibe, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I don't know how I found it. I can't remember. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Apparently I added it in November. I know. But I don't remember finding it, if that makes sense. Like, when I listened to it, I was like, I know this. Oh, oh, I found this beforehand. I don't remember finding this, but I love it. It all over again. Mm. Um, so I don't know if it was from a recommended playlist or if it was someone you had suggested in the past. I I have no idea. Don't know. I don't know. It just it just appeared. <laughs> Again, it's so very glad. um. It's got like it's got very um. What's the word I'm looking for here? Um, retro kind of vibe, almost. Yeah, it's it's quite different to like the other stuff we've been talking about today. The other songs. Yeah. No, I you know I, I I do like this. It's very um. Who's it? Who's who's the thing I'm thinking of? Um, is that the name of the artist? Um, I want to say Rex Orange County, but I might be like oh Rex Orange County, yeah yeah yeah. House. A similar kind of thing. It's that kind of like almost like like it's clearly um modern and like new, not newish, yeah. but like. It has that feel to it of something that could have come out of like seventies, eighties kind of thing. I don't know, there's just something that's some kind of quality about it that feels very um like that. And I, I love it. I'm, I'm here it's like it. very funk bassy, which yeah, I yeah. I, I fuck with. Um, yeah. Yeah, I I think it's just like smooth rhythmic and mm. I mean Lyric wise, there's not a lot going on. No, it, it's like that's almost a good thing because you get to, you know, if you listen to music without lyrics, you're very aware that there aren't lyrics there, and it feels like it should be background music instead of something that you actively listen to. Yeah. So then, when a song comes along that has a few lyrics but not loads of lyrics, it's like, oh, okay, I my brain's thinking I'm listening to lyrical music, but I'm actually kind of listening to the instrumental more than lyrics if that i get you i get you sounds crazy maybe no 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 no. that makes perfect sense to me yeah i i I actually get that i feel like there's a there's a uh music theory in there somewhere that yeah i'd love to go back and listen to it maybe week by week we've been like actually putting together this complex theory the world's rights theory of music um if someone more clever than us wants to work out what we're saying and then put our names to it, we, we can get behind them. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. You can even, like, pay us if you want. Yeah, well, I think you should if you're going to use our name, you know, like, that's not... Obviously, <laughs> we'll, we'll cut you in, but... 
Yeah. yeah you're like, obviously, we're doing much of the hard work here, so... Don't, don't try and, don't try and freeload, you know? Oh my god. We're anyway. too funny. We're too we much. Are. We're, we're, we're Do you great. know what? We've got, through the podcast, right? We've, yes. Yeah, there's no more songs left. Without bursting into laughter. It which... has been a surprisingly cohesive, almost, it felt like it was almost structured. And yeah, it wasn't. And, we, and we've touched on, like, so many things. Yeah. I'm, like, proud of us. It's, like, yeah. gross. We, what, what's happened is we're gonna be a mess like. jesus christ i just dropped it i've been having this um i'll finish it. basically i've had this like um i think from where the way i sit at work and stuff has been like causing me some like wrist pain when i'm like typing and stuff Ooh. yeah so it's yeah, fine it's so i've got definitely I've got this, like, from typing <laughs> fucking hell. it's my left Love hand you. all right i'll have you know i'm right-handed so Okay. Uh, just, just keep that one. I look. It's anyway. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. I was like, uh, 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 hello. Um, I'm left-handed. No, I'm not. I'm right-handed. <laughs> oh my god! I've I forgot which hand you. I wrote with. Really? I'm right-handed. This is my left hand. Hello. Anyway, um, I have this like stress ball. I've been like trying to like because it's just like it's been helping kind of like exercise and like. I don't know, deal with the pain. Um, and I've forgotten why I brought it up now because I got so sidetracked by that. Um, so, so I guess that's that's fucking <laughs> I was saying about us being cohesive with the podcast, like Yeah, well it's fucking is over that... now, isn't it? Um I don't know, I mean <laughs> nothing, nothing. Cohesive, we did it, we nailed it um, until now. Um, Woo! So, yes, I'm looking forward to it. I think we'll. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be so bothered by the fact you haven't worked out what you were going to say. Well, think how I feel now. <laughs> it's almost. If you fault. hadn't gone for the, oh, you clearly have a wanking injury, then I clearly would have been fine. Did I say that? Was that you definitely meant that. Don't try and tell okay. me you meant anything I'm... else. Okay, yeah, you outed yeah. me. I yeah, outed I got you, you. And then you outed me. I got you. Fucking hell. You chronic um, wanker. <laughs> no, that's not how I'm finishing this week's episode. I'm not I'm not having that one on me as the end you of the episode. You can't even title the podcast that. Oh, I can't. I title the podcast. What? I no, because you imagine, you title it that, and then people, like, listen to the first bit where we're talking about... Uh, like racism and sexism and yeah. it's entitled Chronic Wanker yeah they're going to think some terrible things at us look um, I would, thanks sorry. for um, thanks for listening this week um, I, I really thought we were going to get through the whole thing without me falling apart at the end but that's not possible it's all my fault it's not it's your fault, fault really it's just I got so thrown by it I think the <laughs> final straw was I'm left handed um, <laughs> when I'm so clearly not um no, I've, I've lost it. That's it. We just got to end. We love you. Thanks we love for you. dealing with our bullshit. Thank you. Bye. We'll see you again. Hope, yeah. Bye. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>